This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A science story, huh? And I just thought, well, I figured it, out. I it was that golden moment. Because science was on my side. Hi everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true stories of how science has affected people's lives. This week's story is from Greg Wallach. This story was part of our Medical Misadventures show, and something that you won't see because this is a podcast and you can't see anything, but that you do need to know for this story. Greg walks with two crutches and was standing with both of them on the stage as he told the story. The story was recorded in July 2012 at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Well, first of all, I want to say congratulations to everyone on being here tonight and getting out of your house, because sometimes in New York City, that is just really difficult to do. (laughs) And I was feeling like that a couple of months ago. I had had a long day, and I had finally gotten home, finally inside and alone, and I opened a bottle of wine, and I poured myself a glass and sat down on the couch, and I thought, finally. This is what I've been wanting all day. Just a little bit of time to myself. But then right then, my phone rings, and it's my friend Troy. And he's downtown, and he says, Greg, you have to come out tonight. It's my birthday. I'm dying to see you. And I live up on like 137th Street and Broadway in West Harlem, and Troy was having a birthday down on like St. Mark's and Avenue B. (laughs) and I didn't really want to go all that way but then I remembered Troy was this guy that I sort of had a little bit of a crush on so my horniness kind of welled up in me (laughs) and I got up off the couch (laughs) and isn't it funny how it becomes a lot easier to get out of the house if you think you might get lucky So I got on the subway and I went downtown uh, to see Troy for his birthday. And when I got there, it was a bar down on Avenue B. When I got there, his face lit up and he said, oh my God, Greg, I've been dying to see you. I'm so glad you came. There's this guy over at the bar that I really like and I don't know what to say to him, and you always have such excellent advice. (sighs) And I think, all right. But I don't really say anything out loud, I just kind of switch gears and I decide to be a good friend and I say, Troy, you know, listen, life is short, and if you like the guy, you should just go talk to him. And I send him on his way. And suddenly, I'm playing the Janine Garofalo part. 
I don't really know how that happened. But Troy is over there and he's talking to the guy and he turns around and he gives me a thumbs up like it's going really well. And I'm thinking, oh, great. So I sit at the bar and I have a few drinks and then eventually I just decide to go. And when I walk out onto Avenue B, it's about 12.30 at night now and I look over and I notice that the gate to Tompkins Square Park is open. And I don't know what came over me, because I know back in the day you wouldn't really go into Tompkins Square Park <laughs> late at night, but I just decided to walk through, you know, to take a shortcut over to Avenue A, mostly to go to San Loco because I was starving. And um, I walk into the park, and I get inside, and I look around, and I notice there's nobody else there. I'm all alone. And I'm in the middle, and I'm thinking, wow, this is really amazing. Right now, I'm in the middle of this gigantic city, but I'm all alone. Solitude. It's amazing. And then I get over to the Avenue A side, and this really weird thing happens, you guys. When I get to the Avenue A side, the gate is closed. And I'm thinking, huh, that is sort of weird. That doesn't make any sense. Why would the Avenue B gate be open, but then the Avenue A gate be closed? And then I look around to all the little side gates, and those are also closed. And you know, for most people, it's not a big deal. They would, the gates are only about as tall as this mic stand. They would just jump over and be on their way. But because of my medical condition, cerebral palsy, I walk on crutches. That is preventing that from happening. I can't exactly jump over the gate. So it just dawns on me that I guess I'll have to turn around and go back, go back to where I came in. And I turn around and start to walk back. And you know, solitude, it's not that great a second time. <laughs> And the weirdest thing happened, you guys, when I, and I'm thinking to myself, it's okay, it's okay, don't panic, don't panic. But I look around and all the side gates on the Avenue B side were also closed. And I reach in my bag for my iPhone, which is dead, like they always are. <laughs> and suddenly it dawns on me, holy fuck, I am locked in Tompkins Square Park. <laughs> And then I think, well, you know, it's pretty late at night and they have to open the gate at some time the next morning, right? So I think it's warm out. Maybe I could just sit on a bench and wait and someone will come by and open up the gate. But then I think, no, that is like homeless crazy talk. <laughs> I have to get out of here. I think that's how it happens sometimes. You're outside, you're like, I can totally deal. I don't even need a place. Um, <laughs> so I walk over to the gate on the Avenue B side where I came in and I stick my arm through and I call out to people and I say, excuse me, excuse me. And they say, no, no. 
Not interested, not interested. And they walk by. I must have shouted out to 20 or 30 people and everyone just kept walking on by. And as I'm standing there in the dark in the corner of the park, I notice these two guys and they're walking on the sidewalk really close to the gates. And they're sort of ambling along really slowly. And I think to myself, they're probably close enough that if I reached out, I could probably grab them (laughs) as they walked by. So I crouched down, and the guys are walking up the sidewalk. And as they get closer, I can tell that they're really stoned, because I could smell it on them. And as they go by the gate, I reach out and I grab one of their coats. And they freak out. They're like, oh, what's happening? I say, no, 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 listen, listen, listen. (laughs) My name is Greg Wallach. I walked in the park on the Avenue B side. The gate was open. I walked all the way through. When I got to Avenue A, the gate was closed. I turned around. I walked back. Then when I got to the Avenue B side, where we are now, the gate I came in is now closed. You guys... I am locked in Tompkins Square Park. And they start cracking up. And they say, oh my God, man, that is the funniest fucking thing I have ever heard. How are you going to get out of there? And I said, I was hoping you could help me out with that. And they said, okay, okay, listen, listen, don't panic, don't panic. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to shove our hands through the gate and lock them together. And then you're going to, like, put your feet on them. And we'll just sort of throw you up over the top of the gate. Now, I know this isn't going to work. But... I'm pretty game, and it's exactly the kind of idea two guys might have when they're really stoned, right? So they put their hands through the gate, and then they lock them together, and then I just take one foot, and I barely put half my weight on it, and they're shaking, and then the guy goes, oh my God, man, you are a lot heavier than you look, which is when I cry a single tear. And then they say, listen, listen, don't panic, don't panic. Here's what we're going to do. We're going over to a party on Avenue Way. And if we see anyone, we're going to tell them we saw a guy locked in the park. And then they walk away. And then I think, well, there goes my last chance. But sure enough, about 30 minutes later, a cop car rolls up to the entrance of the park. And he's just being kind of funny. He gets out of his car and he says, well, looks like someone locked themselves in the park. And I was like, yeah, uh, could I get out now? (laughs) And he said, well, before I let you out, how much money you got? And he's just being funny. So I just I said, money? I don't have any money. How do you feel about sexual favors? 
And then he gets really quiet. <laughs> and he looks at me over the gate and he says, you know, my wife's six months pregnant. I'm about to bust a nut. I feel pretty good about sexual favors. Then it dawns on me that I've suddenly, that I've offered a horny cop sexual favors in the corner of Tompkins Square Park <laughs> after dark. And then this weird thing is going on between us where neither one of us knows quite actually what's happening. And then I say, well, sir, I was kidding. And then he goes, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, I have a wife. She's, she's pregnant. I, I just told you. Which is just like a straight guy. You turn them down, and they take it all back. <laughs> but he reaches down, and he opens the gate, and I squeeze past him, and I walk up Avenue B. And as I walk up the street, I think to myself, when the evening began, all I really wanted was some time alone. And I was feeling kind of horny. So I guess the moral to the story is, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> because you just might get it. Thank you. That was Greg Wallach. Greg's acclaimed solo show has played everywhere from the Mardi Gras in Sydney, Australia, to Castle of Imagination, a performance festival in Poland. He's appeared on everything from The Howard Stern Show to Kurt Anderson's Studio 360. Greg is currently appearing with The Moth in USA Network's Characters Unite national tour. For more science stories, take a look at storycollider.org, where we have our magazine, archives of the podcast, and upcoming events. Speaking of upcoming events, we just posted a bunch of shows for the fall, with a few more to come. If you're in New York City, Boston, or London, take a look. We'll be there soon. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Wecht, and Aaron Barker. The podcast is produced by Rose Evelith. Additional help from Brooke Williams, Lena Groger, Josh McCall, and Raffaella Benin. The theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to Union Hall for hosting the show, and to me for never walking through Tompkins Square Park late at night. Thanks for listening. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.